Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. I'm delighted to have on the other end of the telephone, I've got the brilliant uh, Kim Jones of Stoke Speedway and Stock Car Club. Good afternoon, Kim. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm very well, thank you. Now, um, Kim, for a lot of people in, in this area is that, uh, as you know, back in the 70s, the uh, Speedway disappeared from crew, but a lot of people sort of migrated over towards Stoke to continue watching Stoke, a sport that they love. But in terms of the Stoke Speedway and Stock Car Club, tell us a little bit about its history. Uh, we formed uh, just over 18 months ago when we lost the Luma Road Stadium. Yeah, uh, we did fight to stop it being shut, but uh, we didn't. We weren't successful. So uh, a group of us, both uh, speedway enthusiasts, stock car and banger racing enthusiasts, all got together and we formed our own club uh, in an attempt to bring back both sport to the area for both the potteries and crew, the surrounding areas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, both of them. I mean, Banger Racing. I remember as a kid growing up in the northeast, going to a place called Bruff Park for Speedway and Banger Racing. Is it? Does it still have a good following today? Both sports have got very good following, especially in crew. Uh, a lot of the crew drivers, when they lost Crew Stadium, came to race down at Luma Road, and there's quite a lot still racing that who are based in Crew and the surrounding areas, same as in the Potteries. Uh, and it's generations uh, we've watched babies grow up who are now taking part in uh, hot rod racing, banger racing, and they've grown up with it. Uh, and it, both sports need to be safe for future generations to take part in. Yeah, of course. And you, you know, you've hinted on it there. It's generations. It's a real. Both of them are real family environments, aren't they? Yes, they are. They are. Oh. Uh, you make friends for life in both sports. Yes, yeah. Now, we were talking off-air, and uh, you you yourself were a bit of a, a racing demon, but you, you've hung up the uh, the helmet and the gloves now, have you? Oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Many years ago. <laughs> oh, bless. So, taking yeah. it forward, um, Kim, you were saying is that, you know, with the loss of the uh, the track uh, in 2019, wasn't it? What's yeah. what's the ambitions for the, for the new club? Uh, at the moment, we're looking for some land to get a track up. Uh, we can get funding from the National Lottery and also the Olympics because we, uh, we intend to do mo mountain bike uh, racing as well at the track, which will enable us to get grants from the Olympics as well and also the lottery. Uh, our aim is to have not just a stock, a stock car and speedway track, but also a training school for speedway, training school for novice banger drivers, the young ones coming through. Yeah. Uh, mountain biking and also we want to use as a, a, a community hub where it involves all ages not just adults uh children and everything we do a a, a little race uh, the little tax race you know the little plastic cars yeah yeah we yeah. have those but that involves all the family because obviously mum or dad has to push the little ones in the cars uh, and that was very successful when we ran it at stoke a couple of times and also a community hub uh we've been in, we're in conjunction with the probationary service, uh, and we've got qualified mechanics, uh, tyre fitters and everything coming on board to help youngsters to, how to maintain cars and not just build bikes, uh, look after the bikes, speedway bikes, cars and everything. 
You see, I mean, that's absolutely brilliant because when you think about it, I suppose in some ways is that, you know, the tracks that we talked about, like when I was, as, say, a kid growing up in the northeast, they were multi-sport tracks anyway, weren't they? Because as well as stock yeah. cars and speedway, you also used to have greyhounds racing on them as well, didn't you? Yes, yes, greyhound finished many years ago. And uh, I, I don't think there's a lot of uh, greyhound tracks left running anywhere no. these days. Which is a shame, but we like I say, we need to save both sports. For future generations, we're losing tracks left, right and centre for both sports. Yeah. And we really are battling. Bellevue just has just been demolished the last couple of weeks. Uh, there's still a battle going on for Coventry, obviously, which was Coventry Bees as well as the stock cars. Yeah. That's yeah. Still, they're still battling to get Coventry, that stadium, back up and running. But we're losing one and two tracks every year. And you know what what you were saying in terms of the ambition going forward actually Kim I mean that's brilliant because you know the 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 grass piece in the middle which was the traditional kind of format that's presumably where your BMX track would go isn't it It depends on the size of land we get we need no less than 11 acres so the bigger the better cuz obviously you've got your your trackside parking uh your customer parking your pits Yeah uh because a lot of the uh, with the bangers and the stock cars, they've got big trailers, they've got big coaches and everything. So we're looking at no less than 11 acres right. uh, to be able to fit everything in. We've got plans ready built, ready uh, drawn up for the buildings that we want to put up, up and around. Uh, I say, and it's going to include everything. It's not just going to be for racing. It's going to be a community hub where we can do lots of things yeah. with all generations and all ages. Yeah, I must have, you know, what you when you were saying on that before, I love that, you know, the fact that you can get, like, sort of blue-collar type skills, can't you, kids learning learning about yeah. machinery right from a, a very, very early age, which is, I think, is crucial. Yeah, this yeah. is it. I mean, we're hoping to have our own car shows and maybe auto jumbles and things on there as well, which involves more, you know, different age ranges and stuff. Uh, like I say, but our main aim at the moment is to get some land, yeah. Uh, yeah, we have got the housing secretary Robert Jenrick on our side, an MP, because he's just put forward a bill that is going to force councils to sell off any unused land they've had uh, and not used for years, land or buildings. Uh, we've got him on side. We've also got Jack Breaton, uh, the MP. He's on our side as well. We've got their backing. Uh, also, the police uh, and a lot of companies. Like I say, but at the moment, the difficulty is we need a piece of land. Yeah, yeah. And we now, need more people to come on board and join our, our club as well. Well, I'm glad you've said that. So if, you know, if somebody's got a piece of land that they say, in actual fact, you know what, I've got 11, 12 acres there. Yes, I'd love to put it to great use like that. Or indeed, some, uh, some people just want to get involved with the club. How do they do that? How do they get in touch with you, Kim? Uh, we've got our own Facebook page, which is Stoke Speedway and Stock Car Club. Uh, our email is stokemotorsportstadium at gmail.com. Our club phone number is 075-112-94563. Uh, we've just done an in Instagram page, which is Stoke Revival. Brilliant. Yeah. Now, you, you say, you know, we're obviously it's, it's very much part of Stoke, but... If there was a piece of land, maybe just this side of the M6, you know, on the crew yeah. side, that wouldn't yeah. be beyond the realms of possibility, would it? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. We have been looking around that area, to be honest. 
but obviously it hasn't got to be close to houses and things. Of course. But we have yeah. been looking, we've been looking as far as where you taxi to, uh, on the boundaries of Stafford, uh, going that way. There was uh, a piece near Cheadle, uh, and Crew Cheshire, anywhere. Uh, right, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're going to... As long as it's got so... good access. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sort of somewhere just off the A500 where there's no houses. That would be brilliant. But yeah. um, but the, I mean, also as well, as the, um, when, when does, for both stock car racing and indeed Speedway, yeah, Kim, when does the season start? Well, usually for stock cars, it's round about March. Right. But obviously the situation, it's now kicking in a lot of places the end of May. Uh, I think Speedway are in the same situation as we are. Uh and I'm not sure when they are kicking off. I think theirs is kicking off in the next few weeks as well. Right. Okay. Uh, because I know uh, some of our supporters, uh, they've got uh, young lads that uh, want to be speedway riders, and they're having right jobs going, finding uh, training schools for them. They are, they're having to travel up to Bo- Buxton when it's open. Obviously, it's not open at the moment. Scunthorpe or Leicester. And the cost of going to these training schools is horrendous for them. Because there isn't anywhere closer, because the tracks keep shutting down. Of course, yeah, of course. So it's you know it's for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're two great sports. As I said uh, a couple of times before, actually, Kim, I remember going with my granddad and my dad to to watch both speedway and stock car racing and love it. Yeah. And you know, I haven't been for a long, long time, but I'm thinking, do you know what? Yeah, it's it's a great night out, isn't it, for both of them? Oh, it is. Yeah, so it, it isn't expensive either for either of the sports. Exactly. And for the entertainment value that you get, comparing to some others. I mean, I, I think it costs less than going to the pictures in some cases. That's it. And, you know, and as we said also, it's a real family atmosphere. So you can, you can, you can take the whole family, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I say, it's generations and generations. We've, like I say, I think we're on about the fourth generation that are coming through that are racing now. I've been involved over 40 years. So I've seen uh, dads, then their sons, then their sons, and now their little ones are coming through, you know, in one form. Where you've got dad, son, daughter, nephew, all in the same formula, and this is how it how it's gone all through the years. Absolutely, you, know, you, you see everybody, you see them all growing up. Oh, see that's and everybody keeps in touch. Abs- yeah, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's that camaraderie yeah. that goes around it, and the way the way they all look after each other. Yeah, that's it. I mean, they battle it out on track. They're the, they're the worst of enemies on track, same as the speedway riders. But when they come off, you know, if somebody wants a helping hand and another driver's got bits that the other driver wants, they all share share around. Of course they do. Yeah, of and, course. You know, they help, help one another out so they can get back out racing. Yeah. Well, Kim, what we're going to do, all of those details that you've just read out uh, before, we, uh, we'll we put those on our website. Uh, what, we, yep. what we'd love you to do, if you if you wouldn't mind, will you keep coming on maybe once once every two, three, four weeks and just give yep, us an yep. update and anything that we can to help publicise it, you know, we'd love to do. That's excellent. That's going to be brilliant. Right. So we need more people to come on board to help us out. And we need some land. Right. <laughs> that were the main things. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. <laughs> Possibly not, but you did hear it uh, yeah. here on the side. I do, sat I do the car boot at West, and then I've, we've got a big banner in front of the of the table at the front, Stoke Speedway and Stock Car. So I do West and car boot quite a bit, raising funds for the track. Oh, brilliant. So quite a few people have seen that. And then I'm hoping to do the Vagrants maybe next Sunday. 
Well, so I've... if people want any more information, they can come to us and they'll see the big banner. Smashing. Well, I'll tell you what, on that Vagrant one, I'm going to pop down and see you. Uh, I've got a young man sitting opposite me here who actually uh, plays cricket for the Vagrants, so we'll definitely uh, and get some more details so we, we can help you really publicise it for that piece of land and obviously uh, yeah. additional support. Well, that Vagrant would make an ideal stock car track. <laughs> 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 it would do. Every time it would do. I'm, I'm not sure Every the. Every time uh, I go up, I'm planning where things could go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure the cricketing boys would love that. But uh, uh, Kim, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'm going to love uh, talking to you again uh, going forward. Now you've got a uh, you've got a uh, song or a track that you've picked. So would you like to introduce yeah. it? Yes, it's the fanfare of the common man. Oh, I love it. Listen, you take love care, it. my darling, and we'll speak to you again soon. Thank you soon. very much. Big soon. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.